Sassy Tricks podcast. So as you guys know, a lot of the times when I'm on podcasts, I like to have the guests, the people who had me on, on the Classy Chicks podcast, because a lot of the times we kind of start conversations and I like to hear a little bit more about them. And then I like you guys to hear from them as well. So today I have on a guest. Her name is Kylie and she, I was on her podcast a few weeks ago. Her podcast is called Talk of Fame. And she will tell you a little bit more about that podcast as we get started but she is, I believe, how old are you, Kylie? Uh, 16. That's what I was going to say. I knew that you were uh, not an adult yet. So she's 16 and she started a podcast, which is honestly incredible to me because when I was 16, I did not start my podcast and I don't know that I would have been brave enough to start a podcast. So I want to, I want to hear a little bit about why she started the podcast, um, what she talks about. And then how that connects with what we we talk about on the Classy Chicks podcast. But Kylie, I'll let you introduce yourself first, and then we'll go into classy and trashy moments. Yeah, so I just want to thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I'm so happy to speak with you again. So like a little about like my podcast, my work. So back in... um. 2021 I, I thought I was gonna say 2020 but then like I started my podcast back in 2020 and um the reason why I started like my podcast is because like I grew up with two cousins that were journalists in my family that worked for my local news station down here in northeastern Pennsylvania and um when they um when I would be at family events, they would always say like, "Oh my gosh, like I did these stories or I covered these people, I did these things." I'm like, "Oh my god, that's pretty cool. I want to do that." But then like, like people will always say to me like, "Kylie, you'd be like a great journalist since you like sports. You know everything about sports, entertainment, politics, government, everything." And I'm like, "Yeah, whatever. It's." It's probably nothing. It's, I'm probably not going to start it. And so I like, pursue it. Then when t- the pandemic hit, I was like, oh, well, I'm not doing anything. I'm stuck at home and we can't leave the house. I was like, why not start a podcast or do something with journalism? So I was like, can't come up with ideas. And then like the podcast came about and I started to come up with ideas I'm starting a podcast and I was like let's do it and I thought it was probably gonna last for a couple of days like I didn't think it was gonna (laughs) last that long to be honest with you and then now two years later it's more than I ever imagined and also recently back in mid-2021 summer 2021 I started a non-proper organization called Empower Girls which is basically dedicated to ending gender bias and inclusion in the media so basically our model is if they can you can so which like our mission is kind of no matter what gender um what you look like or race gender whatever you look like or what you have should be treated legally so that's kind of a little bit more about me but thank you so much for having me on that's awesome no I'm excited to hear more more about both your podcast and your nonprofit as we uh, continue in this podcast. But before we start, I want to start as always with our classy and trashy moments. So Kylie, what's a classy moment you had this past week? Mm, That's a good question. As the week kind of went on, a classy moment. 
I probably had is kind of I'm trying to think like I really haven't had most classy things but like so far it's probably just basically getting working on many projects is probably my classy moment but how how about you like what is like your classy moment a week no that's awesome um I think that especially since it's the beginning of the year there's so much there's so much that we need to do, you know, there's so much that we've put off from the, when the holidays happened, you know, and honestly, now the holidays are from like the end of October to like December, you know, Halloween, yeah. Thanksgiving, yeah. Christmas, New Year's, and we're all always like, oh, we'll get to this after the holidays, we'll do this after the holidays, and then now after the holidays is here, <laughs> so now we have to get to yeah. that, so my classy moment also kind of has to do with that. I feel like I've been extremely productive this week in regards yeah. to my, in regards to my work because, and I've, I've kind of had to be because it's the week before the March for life. So, um, you, most of you know that I work in the pro-life movement and January is a super busy month for us. It's sanctity of life month. And we have the huge national March for life in Washington, DC this month, which isn't just the March for life. You know, there, there's conferences, there's dinners, there's all sorts of stuff that goes along with that. And it, it's it's just a busy time. So I think I, I got a good amount done this week. And that's something that I'm proud of because working from home is not always the most productive thing, depending on the day or the week. So that's my yeah. classy moment. What about your trashy moment? Um, My trashy moment, there's so many trashy moments. I can go on and on, honestly. But then like, it's just like the trashy moment for me is like, basically just being stressed about what I need to get done like I'm I'm like the do list like I have like a to-do list on what I need to get done for like a school or a podcast or organization mm-hmm. or things I need to do for my work and there's like I'm like for me like I stress like whatever I need to get done because I'm like oh my god I, I can't do I can't go to this place without getting this thing done like so the, the thing I'll probably say is my trashy moment is probably stressing about getting things done that's fair. That's a very real, that's a very real feeling, especially like we were talking about the beginning of January, you just have all these things on your plate and it's, it's a struggle to balance that, you know, with, with life, with uh, time for thoughts and prayers, and then also getting everything that we need to get done. So that's, that's fair. My trashy moment is that I really have no groceries in my house right now. Like I, I was looking at my fridge this morning to make lunch and I was like, Hmm, there's just about nothing in here besides like cookies. So I've been definitely eating a lot healthier ever since I moved to Florida, but with the holidays and stuff like that, right now, I I don't think that I've gone to the grocery store since I got back from visiting my family. And I need to do that. Otherwise I'm going to continue to eat peppermint bark and Christmas cookies until they're all gone. (laughs) So that's how I am too. Like I, the only thing I'm eating, I like eat mostly is like cookies or any like junk food in which I need to eat healthier. But when I do eat healthier, like later on the day, I'm like, I need to eat junk. I just need something junk. Well, but it's fine to have a balance, you know, it's just, it doesn't make you feel good when you're only eating junk. And I was doing really good about that. Like I was, I was making quinoa salad. I was doing making all this stuff, but, uh, you know, when you get kind of caught up in work and like other stuff, you just, you just forget. So yeah, that's my trashy moment of the day. Um, yeah. So, or the, the week. So now let's get into, so Kylie, you said you started your podcast and it's called talk of fame podcast. You started Mm -hmm. Did you say you started the podcast or the nonprofit so that girls would like 
everyone would be treated equally. Was that the podcast or the nonprofit? Um, that's a nonprofit. Oh, got you. So why did you start the Talk of Fame podcast? And who is like your audience for the Talk of Fame podcast? Yeah, so like when I started a podcast, like my main audience is basically young girls and women, like specifically young girls or anyone that really wants to be in entertainment or politics or whatever is athlete or want to get into the sports industry. Like whoever, like anyone that wants to be somewhere in, in some fields that I have on my guests and my guests are doing, then the podcast or the guests episodes for you but there's really no specific kind of audience I'm looking for just mostly just young girls and women would like kind of find role models specifically but for the podcast it's basically like I do episodes weekly I had you on I had over 100 episodes on the podcast and so like with the podcast it's basically like when I started a podcast like my mission was really to like have more conversations with people and really to connect with more people but specifically when I started the podcast back in 2021 it was mid-pandemic it was kind of like you're kind of going back to things but not fully you know what I mean like you weren't really fully back in, like, until like we are now like now we're kind of like fully back into the pandemic after the pandemic so like one like really the mission was kind of feel inspired and have something to look forward to during the pandemic and have people something like something to be happy about you know like just someone something to look forward to every, every week yeah yeah that's awesome no I love that and I mean I think it's interesting because that's that's basically a similar audience to who the classy chicks podcast is reaching out to my audience is um mostly young girls young women uh high school and college age because, and I've said this so many times in the podcast, but when I was in high school, I didn't really have anyone to look up to. I mean, I, I had that, actually, I shouldn't say it like that. I had a lot of mothers. I had a lot of uh, women in my church, mothers, my own mother to look up to, but I kind of was like, who do I go to in these years between being a child and being like a mother or being married? There, there's this, these years in your twenties where like your late teens and your twenties, where I feel like as a Christian culture, as a conservative pro-life culture, sometimes we don't have examples of women who are living healthy lives in their 20s. A lot of the times you're told that you have to just, you know, get into all these unhealthy habits before you meet the man that you want to marry instead of having a healthy life balanced throughout. So that's, it's interesting because we kind of have very similar audiences and, um, yeah, so who who's your favorite person that you've interviewed on the podcast? What do you think? Like 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 the favorite person. That's such a hard question. Oh, well, often often just your, what did you say? You often ask me that, but I always think like, oh my God, that's so hard to answer. Like it's so maybe hard one to of answer. your favorite episodes. Like not necessarily your favorite person, but your favorite episode. My favorite episode. Whew. I'm trying to think because I have so many episodes on a podcast I'm like mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out which one I really enjoy but I really enjoyed all of them don't get me wrong I do enjoy yeah. all of the conversations I had in episodes but the probably the conversation I kind of enjoyed or just kind of thought was a good episode or people to learn from was probably the one with Caroline Smith is probably okay. the one that kind of was ha- like 
like I felt like people couldn't connect with it but they're like because Caroline Smith I don't know if you know who she is like she is like political commentator she's a host of the paper uh, patriot talk and when I had her on a guest like me and her really kind of connected and hit it off well and so like I kind of think um that was probably one of my favorite episodes but I really did enjoy like every episode I'd done I love that I love that that's wonderful and you know I I wanted to ask because you you are so young you are probably one of the youngest people that I've had in my podcast and I say that and then I also and then I'm like oh why did I say that because I don't like people say that I'm I'm so young all the time I'm not saying this in a derogatory way I'm saying this in a in a wonderful way I'm saying it's wonderful that you are so young and that you spend so much time doing this what did your what does your community think you know what do your friends and family think do you get pushback yeah like that's a good question like there's like different sides like there's some people that do enjoy what I do and do are really happy what I do and there's some people they're like how is she famous like there's some like <laughs> self-doubt you know what I mean but they're like mm-hmm. with the community like I said there's like different like views in terms of what I do like when like when I started like kind of advocating and posting and stuff about like my like about my advocacy for women empowerment politics and stuff like that um people would be like oh why do you support this, this person or when I would come out and post they'd be like mm-hmm. oh why are you like no she's not gonna win why do you like this person or stuff like that and like with yeah. my community I often get messages from people that are good friends of mine or good friends of my parents or people that are in my neighborhood or community and they'll be like oh my god I love what you do and that's that's really um the more things I I get the more than like the opposite of like uh bullying and things that disagree but that's like with like the, when I receive messages from people saying like oh my god I love what you do you inspire so many and you inspire me and stuff like that that's really it makes my day like it makes like that's like the only reason why I do what I do is right, exactly me. because that that's why you do what you do exactly and speaking of what you do so explain to me explain to me in regards to your nonprofit, your podcast you know just your beliefs in this in this way just give me a brief explanation of what you mean by everyone everyone um I don't know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say this right. What do? What's your nonprofit aim to do, and how do they aim to do it? Yeah. So, like, basically, like my nonprofit is basically aiming to really inspire young girls and women to really end gender bias inclusion in the media because well oftentimes women are being discriminated for who they are and what they look like how what their body size is and and oftentimes women in television are not doing the best things while the men are always doing important things while women are always sitting back and being a, uh, the mom or basically being a housewife or just doing the boring things or they just die in the first five minutes and so like that became like such a problem to me and like we basically like aim to basically end that and basically show that women and girls can be anything and with the organization we're planning on doing workshops events like one-on-one conversations research and stuff like that to help kind of bring more awareness and also some blog posts with um updates from what's going on and that it's basically going on weekly I had 
I started posting when I first started, but then I kind of like dripped off and forgot to do it. But now I'm like starting to do it more weekly. And so like, yeah, like, like I said, like, it's just like, I, we just aim to really help more girls and women and to like make them feel inspired and make them yeah. like say like, oh my God, like I want, I can do that. I can be a lawyer. I can be a journalist or I can be a podcast host. So I love that. And I have, I definitely have questions on that because um I think that, wow. Yeah. I, I think that's wonderful, but I, I have some questions. So how do you think our culture right now is is most harming women? Um, most harming women. I would say like mostly like being harm when harming women, they'll be like like basically discriminating them about like their body weight or whatever they look like. Like okay. that's like that's probably the most thing I'll think about. Or basically like like with Roe v. Wade, some people were basically saying like oh my god like women can have abortions or women do can't don't have abortions but basically some people basically judge on like oh why are you having an abortion like why like is judge women your life choices that so that's probably like my answer but there are like many different ways on how like women can are kind of being like treated differently but that's kind of like how my my personal perspective or like or or sports like why are women playing baseball or football or right. playing any kind of sport so do you think that it's ever okay for a woman to get an abortion um I mean if there's um some circumstances I mean yeah like there, if there's like some things if they had some health scars or if they have like some things that will damage your pregnancy then I would say yes but then, like, if it's later on, like, if you're literally about giving birth and you're like, oh, my God, I'm like, going to get an abortion because I don't want to have this baby, even though they're, like, eight months along, then I would say no. Because, like, as a, like, as a woman, like, in, like, as a woman, like, you want to have a, a kid. Most women want to have kids. And in, for me, I do want to have kids. And, like, for some people some people might not have kids or some people when they get pregnant they might not have the best experience or they might like they might have something happen to them that they, they can't have kids or having trouble and they don't want to keep it so in certain circumstances I do think like women should have abortions in some ways and like some people have different things that happen when they get pregnant but then like if they um get pregnant and they want to have abortion when they're far long and have giving birth then I'm like no this like let the child be like let the baby live like you're basically killing the baby when it's about to be born like why hmm interesting so when do you think life begins when do you think that that it is a child you know that you should let the child be Mm mm-hmm like I like life begins when the baby is born like when you like when the child is living its life and once the baby is born your life has changed like you're like realizing that like oh my gosh I'm a mom or I'm a, I'm a father or like like realizing that you have a kid to take care of and there's so many responsibilities and like life really begins like when you're a kid but once um your child is born you realize like oh my gosh like I am a mom and the, you really see like things through their eyes and see them grow up and you're teaching them most things they are doing in life. So I was like, like, like your life begins when 
your baby's born, like I'll say. So then why then why would you say it's not okay to get an abortion like right before the baby's born if it's not a life right before the baby's born? Like I mean like a life is like like I mean like a life there's still a life before the baby's born, of course. Like as you grow up, like you're living all these things like you But so then when does that life begin if the life doesn't begin at birth? Like your life begins when you're a kid, like or like an adult, I'll say. Like like you when you're an adult? No, you don't think that. That your life begins when you're an adult? Like when you're a kid. Like your life begins when you're born. Like you literally But then why is it not okay to have an abortion before right before you're born? Like I mean like like right when you're born. Because like I wanna say like if you want to have an abortion, like, because there's some circumstances, you're like, well, I don't have want to have this kid because, like, I don't want them. Like, I, people might think, like, oh, like, I can't have this kid because, like, I don't have the responsibilities. Right, right, right. To- but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not asking, like, like, why women might think they can't have a kid, you know, that kind of stuff. I feel like that's kind of a different, a different question we can get to and we can get to the health and support that's available. But I'm just wondering, do you think that that there's human life at conception or when do you think human life begins like i think there's human life at conception i think there like then, okay okay so then so then you and like science confirms it so you're 100 correct science yeah. confirms that life begins at conception so if there is human life at conception then my question to you is why is abortion which is killing that human life why is that ever okay well like that like abortion is never okay like abortion okay. People should have kids like people like when, like when p- women are pregnant, they should never kill kids. Like for me, like I'm like a forward and against abortion, but then like like I'm a, like I'm for it if you don't think abortion is ever okay. Yeah, like I mean, like I'm like both and often abortion. But, how, but, like, but here's here's the thing, Kylie. How are you both? Well, if you, like I am, like I'm life for- conception. If you agree that there's human life at conception, right? Mm-hmm. And that it's wrong to kill a human life, then how can you be for abortion? Well, like, it depends on the situation. Like, if kids can't, like, if women are having, like, circumstances on how they got pregnant, or if they're having some health then scars. Then it's okay to kill the kid? You know, if, if the woman was raped, then it's okay to kill the kid? Well, it's not okay to, like, kill a kid if they have a rape. Like, I'm mostly, like, I'm sorry. It is okay or it isn't? It's not okay. But in some circumstances, I am, I understand. But then, like, I'm more concerned with circumstances. I not am. I'm pissed myself as abortion. But then, at some points, I understand what people are having abortions for. Okay, it's just it's interesting because I don't I don't know if you knew or I don't know I know we talked about it on the on the previous podcast on your platform but I'm very pro life and I'm pro life because I believe that it's always wrong to kill a child, but I'm also pro woman because I believe that abortion hurts women right because we have statistics on this women are way more likely to have mental illnesses they're likely to have troubles bearing child in the future they're likely to um basically everything bad that you can think of in your head there's statistics on when on how much more like over a hundred percent more women are likely to do that after they have an abortion the, the rate of suicide goes up like 50 percent so mm. I don't think that I think that you know you being pro, super pro woman and pro equality in turn makes you pro-life you know mm. because you cannot be pro-life and pro-women people say that you can't be 
or sorry, sorry, sorry. I said that wrong. You cannot be pro-choice and pro-women. People say that you cannot be pro-life and pro-women. You cannot be pro-choice because the choice that you're choosing is abortion. You cannot be pro-abortion and pro-women because abortion statistically, scientifically hurts women and kills children. So I think that that's just, um, and, and I mean, we definitely got on this topic, but I think this is such an important topic for young girls to hear about, you know? The media is going to tell you, you know, you're, you're talking about working in the media, journalism, all this stuff, the media is going to tell you. And I'm sure you've seen this a lot, Kylie, which is probably why you say you're kind of both, you know, yeah, it's going to tell you that abortion is good for women, that abortion helps women, that abortion doesn't kill a child. But you said yourself, human life begins at conception. If, if you, if you research it, science affirms that human life begins at conception because of that it's never okay to kill an innocent life. And it's always killing an innocent life when a woman has an abortion. So there's a lot of organization. Let Them Live is a great organization for any woman who's listening to this, who's you know in a hard spot considering abortion because of financial need, because of something like that. There's an organization called Let Them Live that will literally help you with anything. I don't know. Have you heard of Let Them Live? Yeah, I heard of them. They'll yeah. help you. I love their organization. Their organization's amazing. Yeah, they'll help you financially. They'll help you... Um, emotionally, they'll help you. They'll literally like pay for your groceries. They they are amazing. I say this to people, and people are like, "What the heck?" But I worked for them for a year, so I know that it's true. Yeah. Um, so look into let them live, you know, because I really think that the the biggest the the biggest issue in our culture, the biggest harm to women, the biggest thing holding women back is actually abortion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. think that that the media tells women that they need abortion to be successful, that they need abortion to to rise up in the workforce, you know, when it's actually the opposite. Women aren't going to be able to rise in a workforce if they have an abortion and are just mentally ill, you know, if they have an abortion and just their self-esteem goes down, they're, they're having nightmares every night about this child that they killed, they're not going to be able to rise up in the workforce. They are going to be able to rise up to and I think I think what you said before, I don't think you me- meant for it to, to say it this way, but um, I agree with you that women should be able to do whatever they want, you know, whatever they want. Professional athletes, um, CEO, um, you know, but also motherhood. You know, I think that motherhood is the greatest calling of a woman, and I think that women that there's actually I just saw something on Instagram about this that there's there's a lot of women who are just feeling so pressured not to be mothers. And I think that that's another way that the culture is harming us. You know, they're saying that our greatest power is actually our weakness when being a mother is actually the greatest thing that a woman can do. So I don't think we should be saying that they're just being housewives, you know, that they're just being mothers because that's some women's greatest calling. Not everyone, not everyone's called to that, but that's just as great, if not greater, as being a professional athlete, as being a CEO, as being, you know, some some big doctor. Um, anyway, I think that that it's so interesting what you're doing and so, so wonderful that you are working to help women be equal. But I think mm-hmm. that to be equal, we cannot have abortion in our society. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and to add to that, like, of abortion, like, when my, in terms of motherhood, like, my, like, when my sister gave birth to my nephew, my lovely nephew that I love so much, and once I saw, like, once she gave birth to my nephew, she, like, she, I, I could tell through the lens of her eyes that motherhood was the greatest gift, and mm-hmm. I can tell, and motherhood is the greatest gift, like, 
like with the media, media oftentimes, like what you said earlier, are often make up lies or saying like, oh, well, it's okay to have an abortion. And it's okay to like, kill babies when they're in the womb. And like, like the way I like didn't say anything clear earlier, but like when, like when be when they're killing babies in the womb, it's not okay. Like in like like you said, like women are sometimes think like, oh my gosh, like I can't, like I'm upset that I killed a baby. But then like it's like if you if like like you said, like women like like motherhood is not for everyone, mm-hmm. and, and like be, being pro life, like you don't want to kill babies. I'm for if you want to kill babies, like, it's, like, it's, like, I'm for human life. Like, human life is really the best gift. Like, I'm grateful to have a human life. Like, who isn't, like, grateful? Exactly. Exactly. No, that's beautiful, Kylie. I'm so glad we got to talk about this, too, on the podcast. You know, I think it it went, it went this way, but I think this is going to be so helpful to so many people who are kind of just, like, you know, I, I, I want women to succeed. Like, do I have to be pro-abortion? No, it's the opposite. If you want women to succeed, you cannot be pro-abortion because abortion harms women. Mm-hmm. The fact, you know, putting aside the fact that abortion also kills children, abortion harms women. There's statistics to back it up and to prove it. So mm-hmm. um, we're going to have to, you know, I'd love to continue this conversation and maybe I'll have you on again sometime. But Riley, it was honestly wonderful having you on the podcast. I really appreciate that you came on here and I'm so excited for my listeners to hear just your perspective and what you're doing, the amazing things you're doing as a 16 year old girl, you know, I, I want to highlight that fact, not because I think, not because I want to be like, oh, you're so young, like, what the heck are you doing? I want to be like, oh my gosh, that's amazing that you're so young and that you're doing this. Like, that's incredible. And that should be an encouragement for all the young girls out there. Just because you're young, I have a quote that I have not put this on my wall yet, but it's going to go on my wall. It's a Bible verse and it says, don't let anyone think less of you because you are young, but be an example to all in your faith and purity. I believe I have a, a pool floaty covering up right now, but I think that's what it says. It's a Bible verse. And I think you just exemplify that, you know, you're an example to others that you can do great things as a young person. So we'll close with that. Kylie, where can people find you and your podcast? Yeah, so people can mostly find me on social media, official kind of Tini, and you can find the podcast at Park and Fame Podcast on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or whatever you get your podcasts. And if you want to learn about me, feel free to contact me or go to my website, email links. If you go to my Instagram, my official kind of Montigny, you'll find all my links and stuff so you can learn more about me. But if you want to talk about some things and get my perspective, feel free to contact me or email me and I'll be happy to um, answer any questions you have. And thank you so much, Savannah, for having me on. I love speaking with you again. And awesome. I love to more about your perspective on things. Awesome. It was so nice talking to you, Kylie. And uh, to all my listeners, I will see you guys again next week. Goodbye. Regal Rosary Company was established in 2022 to make premium handmade paracord rosaries, blacksmithing for our Lord and Lady's Armory. They specialize in custom rosaries and chaplets, and through this are changing the world one Hail Mary at a time. I own a Miami rosary. It's pink and white and made with sturdy paracord. I brought it on many road trips and get compliments all the time. Best of all, they are based locally here in the Tampa Bay area. Order a custom rosary from them through the link in bio.